What's up, loves? Welcome to Lore, the good, fine, and ugly world. I'm your host, Melinda. <laughs> um, thank you for joining me. I know there's a lot of options out there, and I appreciate your time and energy. Um, Before I get into the rest of my story, I want to make a couple things clear. I believe... That sometimes I come off harsh on my social media sites. Um, I think it's easy to misunderstand the tones of my writing. Because, I mean, writing, you're not, I mean, you can guess, but, you know, you're just reading it. I want y'all to know I'm not waving my finger at others. I know I'm not perfect and don't believe I am. If I was perfect, I wouldn't have all these fucked up stories to share with you guys. I used to want to be basic. Y'all don't even know. Like, just be in the cut, not trip on anything. Like, just a simple little life. Maybe I shouldn't say basic, just a simple little life. Until I realized that wasn't never going to be my life. I was always trying to dull my glow. But that never worked because people are always going to have an issue with you. Nothing is ever going to be good enough for others who aren't happy with themselves. That's just a fact. I got tired of that dance. Shit got so bad and everyone was coming at me from every direction. I became the number one enemy and I didn't even realize it. I was in survival mode. Let's see, the day of the shooting was a hard day. It only got harder after that. May 22nd, 2018. Let me just remind everyone that donor number two wasn't the only one trying to take me out. He was nonstop harassing and stalking me. He was trying to set me up. He can say what he wants, but once you get out of it and start looking, you see things for what it is. I had that. Then I had, um, uh, Tamarack, the property management I was renting from, constantly discriminating, harassing, retaliating against me for being a Mexican woman who spoke up and wouldn't take their illegal business practices. Um... Not just the illegal business practices, but the continuous breaking of the laws. I had a Section 8 voucher. So the worker, or my worker, the lady I was assigned to, was working with the Tamarack on the harassment as well. I had the welfare office and their associates working in the same illegal business practices. (sighs) Sorry, it just annoys me. Like, this should be hard to talk about because it's so personal and it's not anything I really want to talk about, but whatever. If, if I can help someone or others, then I'm definitely going to. And I definitely want you guys to understand me that the, when I talk, it's not just out of my ass. Like, these are experiences I've had. These are things I, I had first-hand accounts in. Let me just remind everyone that these are federally funded programs and it is absolutely illegal for them to do what they did. 
I complained, 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 wrote letters, talked to supervisors and heads of the programs with no avail. I had my children's schools constantly fucking with me and being rude because they had the same, they had some false narrative of, narrative of me and a preconceived notion about who they thought I was, which was, which I believe was based off me being a Mexican woman. I mean, they're so ignorant, so they probably just think I'm native. And what I look like, because, you know, in Billings, they hate natives. Like, they just don't like them. Um, they didn't give a fuck about that. They didn't give a fuck that my whole life was falling apart. It's like they penalized us even more for it. My middle son, my middle child was missing a lot of school because of everything going on. And he hated the rude racist teachers. Look, everyone can act like racism doesn't exist. But I would have to strongly disagree with you. Strongly. It's a subject people don't like to talk about. But it's definitely alive and well. My middle child school made such a big deal to the truancy officer that he came over and took me down to the jail to be booked. To apparently shut the school up. That's how much they disliked me. The guys in the booking area at the jail asked me why I was there. I said, over truancy, my son missing too much school. And they was like, what? That's fucked up. I didn't know they can do that or do. I said, I didn't know either. On top of Mary, which is my mom, quote unquote, telling me I was lying about what happened to my daughter. And standing by her husband, they were insinuating that I disliked Mary's husband so much I made this story up and fed it to my daughter <laughs> this should be pissing me off so forgive me they were treating us like we were the criminals when they have evidence on this sick fuck oh man my daughter's whole personality changed she was acting out due to the abuse she was emotional and always upset. She don't act like that no more. I have her in therapy and we're working through it. I followed the rules and it still wasn't good enough. I got, I want to go into that more, but I'm going to stick with what I'm talking about right now. On the day of the shooting, I was ignoring donor number two. I was over it, over him, over everything. I was minding my business because y'all, y'all don't understand, this motherfucker conniving. Like, he'll go tell the world all this bullshit, and but then be doing something completely different. Blowing me up, like I had to change my number so many times, just to, just fucking acting like a little hoe. Like I said, I was minding my business, he kept hitting me up, I wasn't responding. So of course, he went to Instagram because he a big thumb thug. If you fucking look up... Thumb thug in the motherfucking dictionary. His bitch ass is there. I was ignoring him to the best I could. But then he starts commenting on my pictures and starts bringing up my daughter and what happened to her for everyone to see. Like, that shit right there, that just made a bitch snap. He was making it seem like I knew what was happening to her and I was cool with it. He was making it seem like I was all buddy-buddy with Mary's husband. Everything he was saying was bullshit and lies like 
that shit really pissed me off. My oldest son was home with me and was watching everything. He wasn't really going to school either because he was worried about me and the teachers weren't shit. Same issue as my other son, but just older. As soon as he's in high school. That's a whole that's a whole other subject. As soon as my son seen the, the comment about his sister, he looked at me and asked if it was a go to comment back. I said yes, fuck this fag. We so we started commenting back and everyone was talking shit to each other on social media. Look showing our asses looking like motherfucking fools. Donor number two said he was going to come over and I begged him not to. We got off our phones. I didn't think he was really going to come over, but he did. I answered the door and donor number two pushed his way in. He kept getting in my face. He kept egging my son on. I told Junior it was cool to go back to his room. Uh, Donor number two was saying he wanted to sign his rights over for my daughter. He wanted to change her name. He was basically saying he didn't want shit to do with her. I told him I would do all that as soon as I got the money. He kept trying to get me a loan. I knew he wanted to be my ass. You, I, When you're in a fucked up relationship like that, you just kind of know. He was always trying to set me up. I went to walk him out. And that's when he started to put his hands on me. I was against the wall and my son came around the corner and started shooting. He shot like two or three times. My ex backed away from me. He bitched up real quick. The demon that was in him must have fucking vanished. My son was yelling. I walked over to him, told him it's okay. Put the gun down. He did. My son shot donor number two in the neck. I opened the door and he left. Then I called 911. Cops, detectives, and undercovers showed up. It was weird. Everything, it was weird. I can't, it was just weird. Nothing made sense. I called my therapist because, like, I don't have anybody to talk to, and she was the only person I trusted at the time because I don't like, nor do I trust cops. So I wanted to talk to my therapist before I started saying anything. Um, I didn't want to cooperate, but I wasn't going to leave my son hanging. My therapist said, if I don't have anything to hide, then I should cooperate. So I did. They kept telling me it was okay. I said, no, it wasn't. There's okay. And then there's this. This isn't okay. I want to make this clear because donor number two was always trying to make me look like a snitch, which I most definitely am not. Being a snitch is donor number two's thing. I know what this lifestyle entails. I know the consequences that come with this lifestyle. I take my hits, but I wasn't going to stay quiet when my son's life was on the line. We told our sides of the story because we have the right to do that. I made it more than clear to everyone that I'm not trying to get donor number two in trouble. I'm not snitching. They have video and or audio of everything. We didn't point anyone out. Donor number two pointed my son out and said, yeah, that's the one that shot me. He had some bullshit story about my son and myself. I a thousand percent think donor number two was trying to set me up in any way he could because he a little bitch like that. Like he's, I believe he's an informant. 
Um, and there's reasons for that. Everybody knew what was going on. He was always trying to dry snitch on me. Anyways, they took us to the police station. We gave our side and they brought us back home. That was that with that situation. We didn't get into trouble because it was domestic violence. I think everybody was surprised um, because they were like, he didn't get in trouble. He didn't get any charges. And I was like, no, like none of that. Because like I said before, it had to do with domestic violence. And I feel like all, all those cops and detectives, they knew what was going on. That's why they weren't really tripping. I don't know. I want to talk about domestic violence for a minute. Especially because no one really talks about it. It's taboo in our society. People know. But it's always shh. That's not ladylike. We don't talk about that. We keep that to ourselves. That's in-house things. Not everybody needs to know your business. I'm not nobody's victim. I'm a survivor. I used to be embarrassed and ashamed to speak the words I'm speaking now. Because of what everyone else is going to think or say. This isn't me bashing donor number two. This is who he is. I don't have control over him or how he chooses to conduct himself. As with donor number one, I most definitely have the right to not like them, but I don't have the right to bash them to my children. I understand that my children have the right to their own feelings and thoughts about their fathers, which may not align with my feelings and thoughts, and that's okay. I have different relationships with both of them. My children aren't dumb, though. And have seen how their fathers act. I can't glamorize them. Or their actions. Because that would be an injustice to my children and myself. I've done that before. And that's how I got so deep. In losing myself. I wasn't loving or respecting myself. Because of others bullshit opinions. As women in this society. We're taught that the man is always right. And we must obey. We are not to be respected. Or listened to. Because we're just women who can't live in this world without a man because we are so dumb and helpless. We are to be sexual gratification to our men because that's all we're really good for. We aren't supposed to have thoughts or opinions, especially if it goes against our men's. I couldn't have my boys hating women because of me. I couldn't have my daughter hating herself or other women because of me. If I would have stayed in that cycle... It would have showed them that it's okay to hate yourself and let others disrespect you. If I couldn't have found the courage to love myself, they wouldn't have loved their self. I couldn't live with that personally. You just get into this cycle when I was young. Everybody was like, oh, you have to do this or you have to do that. And I just got to a point where it was like, why I gotta do that? It doesn't feel right in my soul. It doesn't make me feel good. I just want to shut up and listen. Like, but the first donor, like, we would argue about how we parented our first son. 
And he was always like, you shouldn't do that in front of him. You shouldn't like question me or you should back me up. And I just felt like you're wrong though. So I stopped doing it in front of my son and I would wait till he would leave. And then I would tell him, I don't agree with that. I don't like that. And he was just like, well, I'm his father. And that shit would piss me off. Like I didn't have a say. Yeah, you're his father, but I'm his mother and I'm with him all the time. You don't override me because you have a dick. I put the time and energy in with all my kids. This society's fucked up. They fucking teach us that abuse is normal. And that standing by your man is what you have to do. And I know people be like, respect your elders. And I'm like, I can't respect motherfuckers that let that stand by their man that have molested somebody, their children, or they say you're lying. I can't stand by that. It doesn't feel right. Just because that's the way it's been doesn't mean it has to continue like that or that it should. The youth should be able to fucking make their own opinions and form them. I'm going to end on this note. Uh, I call my children my children because they are. I can't give credit where it's not due. Around here, you got to put in the work and earn your respect. My children all decided they were Figueroa's, even though they have their donors' last names. That shit made me happy because they recognized the work I put in and how serious I am about their well-being. That's not anything you could fake. I'm proud to say I'm a mother and a parent. Even if everybody else isn't proud to say that. Or they think it's fucking comical. Because I put in the work. And want the youth and others to know. Things don't have to be the way they are. You can speak up and say I don't like this. I think I want to change this. You don't have to take. What you're given. You can ask for more. Don't be ashamed to want more. Or better for yourself. Just because others couldn't didn't have the chest to do that doesn't mean you don't have to don't let other people's low level vibrations bring you down to there like I'm just trying to share things with you guys that were life changing for me and it's the little things half the time we don't know that it that it's a dysfunctional relationship, whether it's with their mother, father, siblings, like you're allowed to say, I don't like this relationship. And if you can't respect my boundaries or myself, then I don't have to deal with you. That's a life changing thing. And I just hope that everybody finds the courage one day to speak up. <laughs>